Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Iron Moms USA podcast. I'm Ina Koppel. And I'm Raina Butler. And today we have Straight Talk with Ina episode, and we're going to be talking about training partners. Yes. And I know we're all about to get some serious straight talk from you today, Ina. Well, maybe. It depends on what people are talking about. I think this is one of your favorite subjects. All right, let's jump right into it. (laughs) Well, we decided to tackle uh, the subject of training partners because it's such a hot topic amongst people who have lost their gyms. And really in my life right now, as my daughter returns uh, back under the bar and starts training, and I have to control myself as a mom and a coach not to push her too much, I realized that the biggest motivation for her is training with her friends. So I started teaching one of her friends so that she would have a training partner and it would motivate her to stick with it until they get over the hump and it becomes their own thing. You know? Okay, but she's been really consistent. So whatever it is, it's working well. It's three sessions, Rena. Okay, for her, that's consistency. That's true. It's more than all year. <laughs> I better not talk too loud. <laughs> she's going to hear you and come down and say, I'm not doing this anymore. But yeah, I know. As soon as this podcast is out. Just let her be whatever <laughs> she's lifting, whatever she's doing. And she's getting Nike Romalaya. So to me, that's it. That's all that matters anyways. She's it's got the, the shoes. shoes. It's just for the shoes. As soon as she does them one session of those shoes, she'll hate them. She'll throw them aside, tell me I'm stupid. No, she's not. Those are the Louboutins of lifting shoes. I know, I know. But on the subject of training partners, when Raina and I were discussing this, you know, Raina brought up how when she was working at a gym, we never had training, official training partners. No, I don't think whoever was in the gym with me at the time mm-hmm. was my training partner. And that was the perk. And that is the perk to this day of going to a gym, participating, you know, in an environment where other people are doing what you're doing. You know, it's motivating makes you accountable, helps you show up, helps you feel better than being alone in the room when you don't feel like being alone in the room. Yeah, I think when you're doing anything alone, it just makes it harder. Yeah, well, it depends, you know. Certainly the solitude of training alone when you need it and you have a stressful life and that's your outlet and you don't want to be around people, you know, barbell training, exercise, fitness, all that is certainly something that you can use. But training partners have served as more than just motivation for a lot of people. And we found out exactly what that is once they lost access to their training partners during COVID when gyms closed down. Yeah. So since I was never really officially a part of Barbell Gym, I just Mm -hmm. used to get to work out in the Barbell Gym. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever understood, but you know, when we speak to some of our members, they lost kind of their people. Yeah. Those were their people. Mm -hmm. The people they worked out with Monday, Wednesday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was their crew. That was their crew. And it was, you know, a lot of socialization that went on and, and that was the fun of it. And I have a lot of clients who simply gave up without that, uh, the driving force of being accountable to a group or to a training partner. And so training partners are extremely valuable, not just for motivation, but also for, you know, mental health and you establish friendships with your training partner. I've had a lot of interns and coaches who have become good friends with each other and and that's their training partner or clients who became friendly with someone in their group and that was the person who got them there and you realize that the social factor is just as valuable as the accountability part of it yeah i know a lot of people right now have accountability partners and coaches over zoom yeah thank god that's that they have become zoom. really like a big thing now right mm-hmm. yeah so you know i know strength co does group sessions i'm um, starting strength is doing a lot of online coaching and some of them are doing it live where you can call in and have a group training session 
uh, with other people. Oh, I never even heard of that before. So cute. And it's great I because- I love that. Yeah, you watch someone else doing it in the rack, right? And squatting in the rack, you cheer them on, then it's your turn and you kind of interact during the downtime. And so you realize the value of the social component to this in being not just being a training partner to someone, but it's really friendship. It's a, that's a game changer. It's much better than just submitting a video online. I was just going to say, like, I know even like if you have a accountability person or like mm-hmm. a digital training partner, like mm-hmm. you send videos, I send videos. Okay, that's that's good and it's helpful for accountability. Sure. But that live Zoom mm-hmm. lifting sessions. It's just like the live fitness classes. I know, but this is the first time I'm hearing yeah, about it for lifting. It's not perfect, but it does the trick and it's for people who don't want to be alone, for people who need the social component. Um, look, all of this starts by motivating yourself. But when you can't do it alone, having a training partner is extremely valuable. I mean, for you and I, during this time, showing up, being a support to each other, not just in lifting, but like, it's just sort it was sort of like a check-in, like, okay, world's falling apart today, but... I'll see you on Wednesday at 9.30 because we're lifting. That is true. And this is really the first time that I ever had a lifting partner. That's right. Because usually, you you, you know, you had the built-in system in the gym. You show up, someone's always in the room. And if you were alone, you needed the time alone. But uh, training partners are very valuable, not just for uh, the fact that they make you show up, but for the social component of having someone to talk to when you're down, when you're not motivated. It's a person who will cheer you on when you're not feeling like you can do it. It's also, you know, someone that you have to perform in front of to a certain degree. And so you're not going to be as quick to ditch as you are when you're alone and you can make a million excuses for yourself. I know when you read the articles and you're like training partners, Mm -hmm. the number one thing that all the men write Mm -hmm. competitive. Yeah. It's the first one. Like, why is that the first benefit? That to me was like the last benefit. For us, it's all about just doing your TikToks. Well, yeah, that's why I do anything where I show up anywhere. (laughs) I'm not just coming just to hang out. The men are doing like a muscle show and the women are, you know, hanging out. So I, you know, when we talk about training partners, I've actually assigned training partners to people based on their personalities. Um, And I've, and I've also assigned assigned mentors to kids uh, where I've had teens in the past who needed someone to train with them so that they can show them how to behave in the gym or how, you know, how to properly lift or just to make them feel better about doing the whole thing. It's less intimidating. So I've assigned training partners who are mentors. Um, I've assigned coaches to interns. I've assigned, you know, coaches to uh, clients. And so training partners can play different roles based on where they are in life. Um, So really they are more than just people to work out with. And training partners are extremely valuable during this time when people felt isolated for so long. You know, and all you have to do is call your friend and be like, I don't want to work out today. Can you do me a favor and come over and make me do it? No one's making you do it when they come over, but the fact that they're there makes it less tedious for you. And it just, you know, like I wait to put on my shoes till you come over. Right. Because like when the other person comes, you kind of like, you're not going to tell someone to come over and then just do nothing. Right. Then the person comes, the music comes on, mm-hmm. you start talking a little bit, you get under the bar, you do one or two warm-ups, and all of a sudden yeah. you're like, it's going, close. Yep. yep. And, and you know, I have a lot of clients who are 
you know, uh, on Instagram actually, and they send me messages and they send me videos while they're doing their lifts, uh, apprentices who are in the process of becoming coaches and, you know, they're in a program, they're learning and they're alone and they're really grinding it out and they're working hard and they're like, Ina, can I shoot you a video during my set? And it makes them more accountable and it makes them feel better just to have a little bit of like feedback from me to say, hey, you know, good job or you know, get under the bar today because you know that you need it and, and let's just get it done. And even if we're not directly interacting within the room or on a Zoom call, the fact that in in that training session, they know that they're sending a video to someone who's supporting them, you know, it can be that type of training partner. It's just that little push that you need when things are hard. And if you're going to celebrate a PR like later today, you and I, Oh yeah. It's a lot more fun with someone. That is definitely true. It's always more fun with someone. Now you mentioned before that you matched up, you know, coaches with interns or coaches for mentoring. How would you say would could you give a little advice? Yeah. To the regular people like me. Like how like why yeah, like would how, I do something like that? Yeah, like how do you find so like we found kind of each other from work or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people found each other who stuck with it from the gym. But like mm-hmm. how do you think regular people who don't have that network can go about finding a training partner? Uh well, these days it's quite easy because everybody's interacting in Facebook groups or you know, they're all in some sort of group or in some sort of social network. And so you can always do a shout out for someone to meet you from a local area. But most likely people have people in their lives who they can call upon to, you know, hang out with them. And so my son, Ben, when he trains, he'll invite a friend who doesn't barbell train, but he uses dumbbells and does workouts and he'll do his workout while Ben barbell trains. And even though it's not a training partner per se, in the same, you know, using the same tools, they're still motivating each other. But I used to match people up, you know, let's say if somebody was an extremely nervous lifter, didn't want to lift alone, or somebody who lacked motivation, was feeling lazy, and and I knew that if they just had someone for a couple of weeks of support, they would get the, you know, the lifting bug, and then it would help them stay with it. Um, I've had people who need privacy, um, but still need that companionship of a training partner. So, I would have them come to the gym off hours and have the intern or the coach show up uh, just to be a support to them and like pretend like they need to train, but really be there to help them work through something. And so, you know, these are all these are all people who are support systems to you. Um, I have a lot of people that I take care of and in different ways, some in person, some through virtual but uh, training partners can just be somebody who's, you know, hanging with you in the room, making sure that you get done what you need to get done because it's important for you. It's kind of like, you know, same thing as parenting. You're not doing what the kid is doing, but you're there to oversee and make sure that they're doing things that are good for them. But if we're going to talk practically about training partners, there are some practical things that you need a training partner for, like spotting. Right, or good handoff, right? Good bench handoff, right? So Raina's a, Raina's a great training partner. She spots, she won't steal your rep on the I, bench. I do, I have been known to maybe steal a couple of reps, but only Raina. out of nerves. I don't see that. You never so took mine. I'm, I'm very nervous that you're not going to do it. So I'm like right there. I'm like always controlling myself. <laughs> you do myself. not steal my reps, ever. You don't know, but I'm like back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's like different. It's okay if you're nervous, but you need a training partner to help spot your bench press Make sure that, you know, you feel confident grinding it out because you feel safe because they're right there for you. Someone to help you, you know, spot you when you're squatting. Even though you're squatting in a rack, it's good to know that someone's behind you and and there for you in case, you know, you need help 
and you know that makes people feel more comfortable or someone to just give you an eye like these are practical things like do me a favor i don't see if i'm doing this can you tell me if i hit depth can you tell me you know what it looks like when i'm doing this movement i mean training partners are also you know your your sort of mini coaches and they are people who learn your habits they know what you need and uh, you can call upon them to spot you to help you through tough tough sets so that you feel safe and more you know, supported through doing difficult things. And you forgot photography. Photography. That is very important. Yes, it's Especially true. in the digital world. It yes. is hard to get That's true. a good angle. Yeah. I usually record Raina for reasons of TikTok and she records me because, you know, I need a good angle on my squat. To send to your coach, yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, these are all priorities. I think so. That's right. And with kids also, like, you know, kids, it's very hard for them to train alone. And being with their friends. I mean, that's what sports is all about, right? Being on the same team, motivating each other. And so with barbell training, the sport only requires two people and kids can be there for each other just as well as if they were on a team. It's the same dynamic, you know? Right. I love that you said that then your son works out with his friend, even though his like yeah. friend does like dumbbell workouts, work, bro workouts yeah. of course. Nothing wrong with that, boys. They are Nothing the ultimate that. bros. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, training partners also really help, you know, with your mental health. And a lot of times when you come to your training session, you're, you know, working through things in your life. You're working through maybe the way you feel about yourself or you're lifting. And, you know, you don't get into your own head as much and you have your training partner to support you there, to pull you out of, you know, dark times and, and, help you, you know, kind of have a reference for the outside world during moments that are tough and, you know, people need people. So I think that's really important. Yeah. People really do need people. Yes, we are absolutely community creatures and that's why gyms are essential. Gyms are definitely essential. And I think even people who like to work out alone, Mm-hmm. It's still nice to know that someone's got your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually if I'm training alone, and, and sometimes that was good for me um, because there are moments in my life where I shouldn't be around other people. I'm usually pissed off or something, <laughs> but I'm not sure that I felt better at the end of the session. I was just like super pissed or I just couldn't be like, you're pretty good about knowing when I'm in a bad mood. And you're even though you're there, you're just like, all right, she'll, this will pass. And I'm like dropping my deadlift and pissed at it and just like. But you're good. You're fun when you're like that. You become like an an excellent lifter in those times. Like you are not messing around. All of a sudden, like all your form cleans up when you're in a bad mood. The squats are perfect, the presses, but the best is like the deadlift grind when she's in a bad mood. It's so fun to watch. Well, it's, you know, it gets my energy out. I'm super pissed. So I just, you tighten up on the bar a little better. She's like yanking the bar. I'm like, is that, is that, is that like part of the setup? Is that talking to it? I'm pissed at it. You know, the barbell is therapy, right guys? I think so. I've got people who train alone in other countries and they're struggling with lockdowns. And, you know, for them, their training partner is the coach who programs them. Or maybe when they're sending me a video and they're like, Ina, I'm lifting right now, you know, and I'm shooting pizza pictures at them. Like, yo, I'm with you. You're crushing it. Keep going. And, you know, even from a distance, these things matter. Um, So I wish these freaking governors would realize that gyms are essential and open them up. Are we done with this yet? I mean, I can't believe New York still doesn't have gyms open fully. Uh, we in New York, we don't have gyms open at all. Oh, in New York right. City, City right. there are no gyms open at all. It's, it's just we're going to look back on this time and see how stupid. But you know, we was. moved this week to thirty-three percent for dining because I don't whatever and, that means. And masked in gyms, you're all masked, and and maybe they'll let you have something above thirty percent. 
of people. I don't think so. Not for a while. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it, it certainly did spur home gyms um, and, and therefore training partners. So I have clients who had to build a home gym. And now because of that, their mothers are training, their fathers are training, their siblings are training, their friends started training. So there is an upside to gyms closing and people having to outfit their own homes with a home gym because now the family started exercising. And I know your husband's going to start exercising soon. Yep. As soon as my home gym, he's committed to walking on the treadmill two times a week and lifting lightly was the most important thing. Lightly, lightly. Uh huh. So him and I will be squatting the same thing. You're not going to be squatting with him. You can't Never. squat with him. That'd Never. Be a terrible. We idea. are not good training partners. No, no. Me you know that's interesting. I always think about that, and I always do see those people like on Instagram that train with their like significant other, mm-hmm. and then they like have Smooch. those proposals. Yeah. You know, in the gym. <laughs> For me, it'd be a murder scene. Oh, it would be totally. It would be a murder scene. It is every day that my husband trains and he asks me for help. I love to train with your husband. He's so much fun. Yeah, I'm married to him. I know. We like talk about rap music and hip hop. Right. He likes you. It's fun. You're not his coach. You're not giving him feedback. You're like, great job, Jer. And I'm like, no. That was wrong. And right. He's You're pissed like, at me. You need to bend over. <laughs> Hips back first. You're not hitting depth. Yeah. He's like, how was that? And he looks at me and I'm like, shit. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Spouses don't always make great training partners, but certainly spouses don't always make great coach and trainee scenarios because spouses often misunderstand feedback for criticism. And that's why that doesn't work as, as well as it should work. I think I could take coaching from my husband, but I don't think it would work the other way around. You would never take coaching from your husband. It would be unrelated to barbell training. I guess I would just laugh the entire time. Yeah, he and I are going to train, so right. we get it's along a good, very well. It's a, it's a That's good right. Match. It's a good mix. You guys talk food. And we drink. Right, and you guys drink together. We drink together while we And train. I like to hear about your husband's new clothing purchases. There you go. So that's, that's, that works out. But for many spouses, I definitely have people out there shaking their heads now like, yes, totally. I cannot train with my husband. I had this one woman that used to, it would drive her crazy when her husband used her gym because he would put the plates back wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. He would, she was like, that's fair. she thought it was going to be cute. You know, they were going to train together and I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Except, <laughs> and she's like, why aren't you so into it? I'm like, well, you tell me after a few weeks. And she's like, God, he trashed my gym. He never put anything back the right way. He left his disgusting shoes out everywhere. Oh, he left sweat stains on the bench. I'm like, yeah, that's so. The I guess like swole mates is an urban legend. Yeah, no, maybe it works for CrossFit because they're all just exercising together. So it maybe it works. I don't know. I don't think it'd work for me in a because it's not either. competitive. It's not competitive between husband and wife because the men are always stronger for the most part. Yeah, in the beginning, um, but you know. In general, though, you don't want your husband coaching you or your wife coaching you. That doesn't work. But training partners, I think, do really well between friends, you know, male, female, doesn't matter. I think siblings also. Your boys do so well together. That's true. That's true. They, they really, really don't compete. Do well. Never. They train well together. I mean, I've seen them like headbutt each other outside in your yard. Oh, is that right? And throw baseballs at each other's faces when they're having a catch. But That's in the true. gym, they are perfect. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I always have. I have all these cute pictures of them. Um, you know, they go train together and bench handoffs and things like that. And so, you know, for whatever you know things they do right or they do wrong, the most important thing is I've taught my kids how to use this tool, and they speak the same language. Really, they speak the language of lifting, and that's just another thing they can bond over because they know this isn't just exercise. So they're 
interested when they watch each other lift because they know the person is working on something. It's not like such a simple, you know, careless thing. It means something to each of them because they both use the same method. That's really yeah, now like your daughter-in-law is joining too. Yeah, she's going to probably hang out with Shelly more than me. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. It's totally fair. I mean, honestly- But that's good. It's another I'm training retired. partner. Yeah, I'm retired, Matt. I'm, I'm juggling a lot online. And so in person, if I'm you know doing something, it's to help someone out. But uh, for me, my training partner has to not get in my way, not get on my nerves and be serving a dual purpose. Like I want to be working while I'm, you know, I want to get things done. That's fair. I mean, because now you're training, once it gets heavy, it's a long session. Yeah, it's a long it's session. It's not like an hour in and out anymore. No, you and I just time. work. You and I yeah. work. I've had people ask to be my training partner for motivation for themselves. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't, that's not going to work. Like, I'm not a good training partner. I'm trying to work and do other things. Like, my training partner has to be doing the same thing I'm doing. I'm not just going to go spend two hours, three times a week with someone because they need motivation. I don't need motivation. Right. Yeah, you don't mind doing it by yourself. You're very good like that. I don't need motivation to lift. I figure just like while I'm lifting, I want to be working also. Right, getting things done. That's what you and I do. Right, that's just like what we've always done. Yeah, that is what we've always done. Yeah. You lifted, we did whatever was going on in the gym at the time. Whatever we were planning in the gym and now we're going to be expanding into your uh, gym, home gym. And so that's, I'm going to have a great time lifting with Tori. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'm probably not going to be allowed to be there. Maybe I could sneak in for a picture or two, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I'll probably not be allowed in the room. One day that kid and I will be training partners and I'm well looking into that. That's, that's I, in the future. You know what? If I believe mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. I believe that. She'll outlift me. She'll know more than me by then. She'll be going to a starting strength seminar. I can can't. Tori's can going to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I want that kid to compete. One day when the world returns back to whatever normal was, I don't know. Oh yeah, she's gonna. she'll be back. Mm-hmm. Now she's talking about Olympic lifting. I said, oh, please. Yeah, it's fine. Let's stick to regular. Basics? Yeah. Nah, nah. Basics. She'll, be, she'll be on fire. But, you know, this, is, this has been an interesting, you know, 12 months, less than 12 months. Is it 12 We're months? We're pretty close. Shit. By the time, yeah, about... About 11 months already into this crap. Yeah, in about three weeks, it'll be mm-hmm. for New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know when everybody else locked down. New York, will be a year. New York, it'll be a year. That's insane. The 13th. But you know what? We never quit. We never quit. It we may have quit. been really light, mm-hmm. pathetically light. Doesn't I will matter. admit to that. Well, I'm back at being light again. because No, it wasn't that cycle. light. That was like the bar. <laughs> yeah. It was the bar. It was the bar. I'm going back to the bar for squats today, just saying. But I think that, you know, as we look back on this whole thing, um, for you and I, it, it helped us be accountable. It kept us sane. If we were afraid uh, and we were evaluating what was happening in life and things were falling apart around us, you know, we were afraid together. And then we talked it out and we moved on and we always made each other lift. And we always kind of showed up and said, okay, we're working on this. We're doing this today. And it just felt better when it was hard to get under the bar alone. And I think, you know, training partners proved to be a very valuable tool for people during this experience of the pandemic and gym closures because people realized, you know, the perk of having WFC was that it brought people together. Yeah. And they were training partners and friends. And, you know, we did a tremendous amount in that gym and the loss of that gym meant the loss of that support system. So I know a lot of my clients are getting together, you know, in groups and training together. And and I think that that was the best part 
uh, of this whole experience is that I gave them a tool that they could use for the rest of their life, whether the gym was there or not. And when they get together, they benefit from having training partners and being in that community again. And uh, I think that it's it's absolutely you know still alive. It's alive and well. Having training partners is valuable, not just in the moment, but even when you're not lifting, knowing that that's the person, that's your reference, that's that's your person who gets you there, who helps you through, who you can call on and trust. It's it's a friendship, and friendships are important. Yeah, and I feel like in these times it runs a little deeper. Yes, it sure does. Like before, you know, your friends are your friends, mm-hmm. and that was good. It was fun. You would see them. You would go places. But now, I feel like the people who you're friends with during the pandemic and after, those are your real people. Yeah. Like yep. lesson learned. Oh, lesson just learned. Lesson learned. Yes. We'll do another podcast on that. Yeah. But I just feel like the people who have stuck together through this, yep. like those are your people for life. That's for sure. And whatever happens, stick mm-hmm. with them because mm-hmm. it's the real deal. Yeah, it's the real deal. Anyone who gets you through a crisis, uh, your training partner, your friend, stick with them. They'll be there when you need them. And that's really what training partners are for. And uh, I hope that everyone finds someone that helps get them through the tough times. And if you're training alone and you need a training partner, reach out and we'll help match you up with someone or we'll be there for you. Yeah, Ina's definitely the ultimate matchmaker. I'll give you that. You are an excellent matchmaker these days. (laughs) When it comes to barbell training. Okay, so what? (laughs) Deal. Take it. This has been a great episode. I hope that uh, those of you who, who needed it, heard it and and take the step forward to getting yourself a training partner, whether it's in person, whether it's online, whether it's through Zoom, everyone needs someone. It certainly will help boost your lifting. It'll help you, you know, keep, keep on the path that gets you stronger. So thanks for uh, submitting your questions and the subjects that you want us to talk about. If you have a subject that you want us to tackle for the next straight talk, feel free to drop it into our DMs for at uh, Iron Moms USA Instagram. Yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys. We love your questions. We love your comments. We love your feedback. Send it all and don't stop. Yeah, and also send pizza. Oh, yes, yeah, so that'd be excellent, actually. Please send pizza. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you a list of the best places around. <laughs> hey, pizza eating requires partners, too. Agreed. When you share a slice with someone, it's definitely better. Definitely. Just don't touch mine. Right, that and a Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, it's time. It is time. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Straight Talk with Dina. We will see you next week. See you next time. Bye-bye.